15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hey there, you amazing patrons. It's X, and I'm here along with uh, our good friend Joe Bacon and our special guest Crimson60620, who is uh, a streamer. And I'm sorry about the Final Fantasy VII stream that you had (laughs) the other day. I I probably kept feeding into the fire, and I I apologize for that because I'm like, yeah, I fucking hear you. Yeah, let's do this shit. (laughs) Like, Fucking you know, like hand up, like yeah, let's do. <laughs> you, I played the game, knowing like I was gonna bring up the topic. I didn't know I was gonna get that pissed off about it. We're talking bombing mission. Two minutes into it, fighting the crab robot, and he's talking about <laughs> unionizing and <laughs> fighting against the. Oh man, it was it was glorious because there got to be a point where Crimson's like, "I'm done. I can't do this shit tonight." <laughs> <laughs> And I felt bad because I felt like I was adding fuel to the fire. And I'm like, God damn it, Felicia, what have you done to me? <laughs> you know, the funny part about it is those games from that era, like, just like fomented so much of my political views. We mentioned Xenosaga. Yep. Fucking Chrono Trigger. Like, yeah. Man, I remember when Chrono Trigger, just the cartridge, like, just the game was like a hundred something dollars. And people te- seem to forget that. They're like, oh my God, video games are so expensive. They're so expensive. It's like, man, I, I grew up during cartridge years. That shit was really expensive. So <laughs> you had to wait to get the games where it was, um, where basically you had like, it was a third generation for you to be able to get them at a reasonable price of like $40. Like, <laughs> oh, this person bought this. Then you bought it from here. It's like, oh yeah, now it's $40. Yeah, I still have like the box and everything for my my Chrono Trigger that came with it for the Super Nintendo. I could probably sell that for a good couple of hundred bucks, you know, complete in box kind of thing. But sorry, we're talking about the Patron Show. Sorry, we were doing that whole thing there. So uh, anyway, uh, welcome to the Utah Outcast Secret Patron Show. This is the special content we provide to folks who are so generous to share at least a buck a month with us. Yada, yada, yada. Fresh special stuff here, special stuff there. Got it. If you're a patron, you know what the fuck you're talking about. If you're if you're new to this. You'll get the hang of it in a couple of them. So anyway, if you're not a patron, you should change that by going to patreon.com slash Utah Outcast, or you can go to our uh, YouTube and become a member there as well. So what we have for you this week is we have Matt fucking Powell. Why? Who has finally got, he's finally saved up enough of his stand up <laughs> comedy to have his full on special is that he has an hour long sermon that he gives and it is. I'm only going to give you guys a couple of minutes of it because that's all, honestly all we can handle here. So, uh, you know what? Before we, I'm just going to get right to it because we don't even need to mince words. We just need to get right into him talking here because the name of this uh, episode that he has here is called The Atheist Religion in quotes. It's his full God sermon. Damn it. Hard okay. preaching oh. against Aaron Raw, a.k.a. Larry Nelson. You see what happens when you give him your platform? Do you see people? Mm-hmm. 
Do, do these people understand the difference between satire, fucking sarcasm, fucking critique? No. <laughs> no. Oh, no, Matt Powell definitely knows, doesn't because he's called Kyle and myself a bunch of uh, maggots and uh, using another word, but uh, yeah. that's always fun. <laughs> I didn't say anything about the Oh, give him a. It, this, Give it he, time, Joe. He, he will. He will. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as this goes public, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Him and his buddy uh, <laughs> Guzman, whatever the fuck his name is. I yeah. I don't I don't think I don't think they those two are allowed to associate anymore. Probably. So, so you remember when we tried to educate that little shit stain? You know. <laughs> oh yeah, we were nice. We were nice, and we're like, hey, this Bill Nye thing that you're going off against, like you're nine. You you probably should like think and research a little bit more. So so here here's what I don't get about these guys that <laughs> are so against homosexuality. I want to ask them: At what age should somebody convince you to be straight? Like because uh, like I, nobody convinced me to like what I like. At what age should somebody have to convince you? Right. When did and you, the thing well, is, like, I mean, it, nobody it, can even put into words what I like. Least of most me. I I don't know what the fuck I enjoy. I I know what's in front. It's like going to a buffet and you go, huh, I really like that bourbon chicken, but I also want that slice of shitty pizza. You know, like you never know what you're going to find at the buffet that you like, but you might surprise yourself every once in a while. You're like, that fucking melon was good, man. <laughs> you just you, you put the bourbon chicken on the pizza. And then you get a bowl of melon and you go back to your table and you God enjoy it. it. I, sounds- I have I have never <laughs> missed Golden Corral in my life, but I really want to put fucking bourbon chicken on top of the pizza that they have now. Oh, God, God. damn it. Kyle. <laughs> it was it was this place out here in Chicago called Old Country Buffet. Yeah, oh, they, they have of course. Them out here. Oh, <laughs> they have it out here. And then they, the health department kept closing them down. The motherfucking cinnamon rolls. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and Calgon, it, it, take me just, away. In the Zoom chat, Enwin says, and there's the vanilla ice cream and so many topping choices. Yeah, chocolate <laughs> and caramel. No, no. What happens to be for me is hot fudge and gummy bears on top of my vanilla ice cream. Because the vanilla ice cream turns them into fucking like bricks of like solid gummy. But Hey, that's so what good. they have with the Sizzlers out here. <laughs> Sarduket says and botulism. So, so yeah, yeah, I know you get a, you get a big spoonful of that now. Uh, no, yeah, no, it's not happening ever. <laughs> yes, so. Anwin, I would love some hot fudge and light bondage. I would love that. <laughs> that sounds so. like a porn movie, man. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you how bad Pam Greer's in that one, isn't she? <laughs> Better be. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how bad it was with me and desserts at these places. So you'll have stuff like bread pudding, which you would take the bread pudding, take your ice cream, take your caramel or chocolate, depending on mm-hmm. your flavor, and like put all the toppings on there. And there you have a 3,000 calorie motherfucking dessert on top of the 15 Fuck that it. you can get with your five plates. Vanilla wafer, banana pudding that they give you shit. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to be a senior citizen, goddammit. I'm ready for this shit. So, oh, okay, Matt Powell. We were talking about that before we right, started right. going. Before we, all, got it out. Yeah. before we started talking Speaking about the... Speaking of f- disappointing tapioca... 
Yeah, Matt being Powell. a fucking being a fucking hedonist buffet fan where you're just like, yes, spread all the buffet foods on my nipples. <laughs> just give me it all. Mother my baby in chocolate syrup. Okay, here's Matt Bell. Atheists will often say that, you know, life came about from non-living material. And we've already established, those of us who know any science, that the law of biogenesis states... <laughs> what? What? Okay, first, it's abiogenesis. And uh, second, all living material comes from non-living material. Oparin's hypothesis. There's a reason why my wife ate Garcia's <laughs> shitty Mexican food and gave birth to two milk toast twins. Let, let, let's just put it that way. Is that, <laughs> it's almost uh, as if life is an emergent property, like intelligence. But in yep. Matt Dow's case, I don't think that's the <laughs> We're still thing. waiting. We're still and waiting we, for we're still we've waiting said for it something on the, to emerge. We've said it on the show many times that, huh, it's almost like life is an emergent property of physics, you know? But biogenesis is what Louis Pasteur tried to see if it was a thing that happened. I, I actually know about this one is that yeah. he, he tried to say that, you know, this was like back in the time when they thought that life sprung up from like rotten things, you know, mm -hmm. lies generated from rotten meat. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. primordial yeah. soup. And then once he found out like, huh. That doesn't actually happen that way. That's really interesting. And that that's biogenesis. That's like 150 years in the past kind of shit. If you're talking about a biogenesis where you have act, actually having humans being able to create self-replicating RNA RNA or you know being able to create proteins, mm -hmm. we're there, Matt. We're there. We're, we are almost there where it is at the point where it can take off and do its own goddamn thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he needs to simply Google the Miller-Ure experiment. How dare you expect a creationist to believe anything that is not at least a thousand years old? Fuck me, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, here's, here's more, Matt. It's that life cannot come from non-life. All life comes, comes from non-life. Yeah. Where do you think Google it comes from? Google is your friend, Matt. I'm reminded on this uh, uh, on a idiot on a video on a channel that says, "Show me a dog become a non-dog." It's like that's not how it works, you freaking fool. That's not how it works. Well, yeah, no, it it is. A dog can become a non-dog by dying. Once it dies, it is no longer a dog. It is it is a corpse. It is a a piece of meat and physical matter that is going to biodegrade at what point does the lump of flesh stop being a dog Once as soon as it as soon as it changes states it dies it starts decomposing as soon as it dies is it when the electrical field that gave it life you know is no longer there is i don't fucking know but uh, <laughs> We're we're giving him way too much credit, guys. We are really giving of him course way we too are. much credit. That's of course what we, we are do. because his Matt Palin is fucked up tie. Sorry, I'm gonna be petty and just jump to his fucking tie <laughs> where it's just like learn how to fucking tie a Windsor, man. Jesus it's not Christ. Hard. There are YouTube videos for it. No, it's yeah. really fucking easy. And I it's thought tying a tie was gonna be hard. You you go you take the tie, you go up and over, 
You flip mm-hmm. it under and you flip it under again. You go out through the thing and then you tuck it under and then you're done. Yeah. It's yeah. not hard. And if and if it doesn't look right, you do it again. You yeah. stop. <laughs> you, you pull the whole fucking thing out and you go. You curse at yourself a little bit and then you start again. Right. Every every well tied tie has been tied at least twice. Fuck so, with me. It's like six. <laughs> I mean, at so. minimum, minimum twice. Because I don't want to look like Donald Trump most with that is, fucking leftover time, tie usually, hanging on my usually dick. Three or four. It's just no, no. So you guys are missing a very simple step. All <laughs> little Maddie has to do is ask his mommy to tie it for him. He moved out of Michigan, so it's yeah. not, not, a, not a thing for him his anymore. Mommy so he, ain't there. Well, wait, he got married. So yeah. yeah, his new mommy is there. So his beard? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> No self-respecting gay man would go out with a tie that looked that shitty. I'm just saying, this <laughs> well, is an argument clearly, against him clearly, being gay. clearly not self-respecting. <laughs> so we're talking about so I don't care how they try to repackage it. The law of biogenesis states the law that they don't believe of science. What the fuck are you? You're Where's right. A- we, we don't, don't believe, believe in biogenesis. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Uh, states that life cannot come from non-life the law of biogenesis and i've had them admit well i guess i don't believe in the law of biogenesis well, <laughs> that's not a thing you didn't accomplish you didn't grab the tell me about those train. fucking leprechauns there crimson tell me about those leprechauns like <laughs> how, how hard <laughs> do you believe I, in those little fucks do you think if i cut them open with my knife there to spill lucky charms let's find out one a two three oh no that's tootsie pops never mind (laughs) close enough well then do do you believe in science and i've had some of them admit and say well maybe not (laughs) you've had an atheist say that they don't believe in science (laughs) well no if they're if they're honest if they're honest yeah you don't believe in science because it's not a belief structure. It's not no, a matter of no. belief. God damn it, Kyle. But raining uh, on my parade. I, I'm just looking around for some more straw. <laughs> I can't find you, any more. You can't find any. He used it all. Let's go yeah. ahead and get some of this ready here. <laughs> for anybody that's wondering, yes, it does say <laughs> lube. That's <laughs> all it says. It's for fucking, it's my goddamn treadmill lube it's not for personal use because it's like Dunning, you need to you need to empty that out and repurpose that tube mm-hmm. may cause skin irritation in case of eye contact flush with water for 15 minutes read the label again it also well, says it might cause migraines <laughs> i'm waiting for the patrons to bring that up <laughs> because i've learned some breathing exercises this week to make sure it doesn't happen because god damn it i need it playing on Maybe I need to re relook at this, you know, and you know what that this if you're in a discussion like that with an atheist and they're like, maybe I need to relook at things. Pull out the Bible. Yeah. Pull out the Bible from where? <laughs> yeah. I just happen to have one here in the prison pocket. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, are you holding it the right way or are you holding it upside down? Like, you know, who upside down and backwards? <sighs> yes. God damn it. Like, oh, since I've got you against the ropes, here's this book. And it's like, no, no, don't show that to me. I'm going to become Christian. 
Matt, you do realize that most people came from Christianity in the atheist world, right? Because this is America. No, he doesn't. You know? <laughs> he, doesn't re- he doesn't actually realize anything. We know that. Back to Matt Powell. You know, don't don't use man's wisdom and apologetics. And, and, and you know, I'm not going to apologize for anything that I believe. The- <laughs> that's, we figured that out, Matt. That's not what that's, that means, that, man. <laughs> that's not a strength. That's, that- <laughs> I told you, there's 55 minutes of this goddamn thing. <laughs> it's so long. Oh, God. The only thing missing are like the Jewel Hellmeyer dancers in the background in the choir box. Like, are people just high in this church? Like, do they like are high on Jesus? Are they just hungover from like Saturday night partying and they just going to like, oh shit, I need to make up for this some kind of way. (laughs) Let's sit in three hours worth of torture. Me and the wife did some freaky shit last night. I may have put it where I shouldn't have put it. And I mean, I I I personally, I personally think the, I I personally think they're. They're captives. <laughs> I think yeah. I think it's most like our patrons out there where they've paid for stuff in advance and they're just like, well, uh, yeah, I'm just going to sit here and take this. I, I don't know how I'm going to like process <laughs> this, but somebody um, should check the pews for shackles and <laughs> shackles on my feet. Or at least at least see if there's an opiate den underneath the church. Anwin says we should have sent him a gift of gift basket of marital aids. That was an option where you could send somebody like a a, a box of chocolate dicks that you could send them to. Mm-hmm. So from Adam and Eve. Thought about that, but um anyway. The Bible says that the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two edged sword. Fuck your book. <laughs> I don't care what the Bible says. <laughs> hey, uh, it's not a bedromatic. I mean you can't slice or dice with a Bible. Okay? I have- no. No, it's a basimatic. That's what you got to worry about there. Never, I have never ever heard it called a two-edged sword. Oh, I've heard it called all the time. Yes, they actually said. A, a, I've heard double-edged sword. I've never I've heard, heard double-edged sword when I was forced to go to the Foursquare Church. Is that where you checked in your locations and you? Were, hang on, wait. No, I think we're oh, I'm confusing the app in, with something yeah. else. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apologetics are defense. The word of God is offense. It's a two-edged sword. Does he not hear himself? (laughs) (laughs) The word of God is offense. Yeah, you know, if you you say that a little bit differently, it's like offense. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the one around the White House now. Oh my god. Fucking Matt Powell. God damn it. He's a fucking lol cow and he doesn't even know it. <laughs> He's trying so hard. He's trying so hard to be Steven Anderson. He's trying so goddamn hard to be this guy. And he's never gonna be this guy. Matt, wait. I realized a long time ago I'm never going to be like the uh, uh the fuck is his name? The the guy from uh Atheist Experience, Matt um I'm never going to be the edgy atheist guy. I'm never going to be the guy that gets invited to talk to shows or to (laughs) to talk to atheists like get togethers where it's like, oh, well, this is a great thing that I could give you like a TED talk. It's going to be me like, man, fuck this guy. (laughs) Wait, what? Wait, he would he wants to be cool. He is currently like interning at Steven Anderson's 
like church in yeah, Arizona. Yeah, he's he he wants to be the next Wait. Steven Anderson. That's yeah, like does he want to get that's like too? reaching for the motherfucking bottom of the barrel three feet under. That's not a high bar to actually reach. You know, Steven Anderson barred from like 83 goddamn (laughs) countries in the the world right now where he's just like... Wait a second, it just went to 84. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell, man. They say, well, how is he winning the debates? Like, I was in a debate a while ago. With whom? And it's not hard to win these. I am not a great debater. No kidding. (laughs) But he he probably is a great masturbator. Well, and we... We were going to have him on to talk about stuff. And like the very first question we had formulated is like, do you believe in evolution? And at that point, that's before we knew about the rampant homophobia before Mm -hmm. a lot of this other stuff is like, okay, well, if you don't believe in evolution, do you get flu vaccines? Like we were going to couch it in a way where it's like he had to admit to something before realizing that he believed in something else, you know? We started working on formulating these things, and it's just like, at a certain point, all three of us went, why the fuck are we doing this? We don't know. Let's just not have him on at all. Why the fuck do we even need to talk to this guy? Is yeah. it juice worth the squeeze? Right. Matt Pell. Hang on. But I like to use the Bible. And, you know, they're, they're like, well, how is he winning the debate? Because 40% of the time he's quoting the Bible. Because the word of God has power, folks. No weapon formed against the Lord shall stand. <clears throat> so they say, well, give it enough time and anything will happen. All right, so give it enough time. Let's just pretend I'm just going to pretend I got a pencil here and I put a dot on, on the page of the pulpit here. And we're all going to sit here for however long. Maybe we can get into the time machine and go forward a few billion years and wait for this thing to explode. Because no, <laughs> you, you know, I want to actually say this. Of course, no weapon formed against God will prosper because you need to form it against something that exists. Yeah, it's kind of hard to fight an idea with a sword, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's off in this weird fucking la la land of talking about how, you know, he wants to get back to how. Uh, atheists believe this is his words that we believe that everything in the universe came from nothing because everything was concentrated into one little dot and man it's that stereotypical bullshit thing that you get from proto-christians like these assholes where they they want us to think that we honestly believe that everything came from nothing and that's their definition of nothing where it meant that absolutely nothing existed at all you know what? This is what I don't get. Why? Like, go with me on this one. And I've brought it up to a few people. I play a game called Elite Dangerous that has physics breaking faster than light travel. That you can go 30 light years in a single jump that takes about 30 seconds or whatever yeah. to get to the middle of the fucking middle Milky Way universe, fucking galaxy. Fuck. Yeah. 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 It took me eight to 10 in game hours. And that was just to the center of my of our galaxy, Sag A. The universe is billions of times bigger than that. The person that supposedly controls all that is worried about you. Masturbating. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I thought it was Santa Claus <laughs> who was watching the according to the onion. You Santa talk- Claus is just he he's gonna give me extra presents this year because I've been thinking about some weird shit this week. So And it's some weird Santa Claus fanfic books, but we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> um right up there with the Kirk Falk things. You're talking about atheist hubris. <laughs> the master of the universe cares about you and your little feelings and you are right along with the master of the universe. He thinks you have some issues. You're not praising him hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that can see quadrillions of souls, if that was mm-hmm. something they, that we believed existed, is worried about what little Timmy down in his fucking luck in Battle Creek, Michigan, is worried about, you know, whether he's praising him enough. He's like, if you don't praise me hard enough, I'm going to send you to the bad place where you're burned for all eternity. Oh, of course. Don't you have other fucking people to worry about the little <laughs> Billy and little Timmy? Well, I can think about one, certainly, that does need some. Actually, more than one. <laughs> so I could let Matt Powell go on, but I'm I'm honestly at the point where it's just like, this well, is, is, he, just... is he ever going to get to a point or is he just. Is well, he is he just is minutes. he just going to keep fencing the the straw man and keeps, talking about how he won a debate where there's no winners? You know okay, that's well, what a debate debates don't really have winners, no, right? You, because you they're this. they're created to either entrench people's ideas or get people to think about other ideas. It's not winning and losing. It's a matter of God, man. No, yep. no, no, no. Anytime. <sighs> There is a debate with Matt Powell. We all lose. True. If you've entered into a debate with Matt Powell, you have lost. You have lost default. before you even oh. started the game. So <laughs> That's what they believe. Let's just say, oh, just give it more time. It doesn't matter if you have enough, a billion years, a trillion years. No matter how much time you have, that little period on the page is just going to disintegrate. Well, yeah, it's fucking graphite on top of paper, yeah. man. It's something that you put down onto a paper within a universe that already exists. You're talking about before our universe as we know it existed. And keep in mind, these people can't fathom that it wasn't just nothing. That was something. Yes. It was everything, including space and all of the shit that is in the middle of fucking space. I am a fucking layman and I understand. Just because it's a singularity where we don't know exactly what was going on, we knew it was space. It was a fixed point in space. It was a tiny little point in space where it had infinitesimally like huge amounts of energy compressed into mm-hmm. it. And then once it finally decided, you know, fuck it, I can't hold this any longer, and exploded into what made our universe. And that's when time started because. Without space, you don't have time, vice versa, kind of thing. Uh, it's oh, almost yeah. like time and, isn't money, but time is a measurement of how long it takes to get from one point in space to another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's almost it's almost like we have no, there is no way, no way, absolutely no way to know what happened at that point before or, or at before that point. it. Yep. We we you can get up to the edge. All you we can, can do get, is to get to plank time. We can get the fucking plank time of before, right. right before the giant expansion happened. Right. 
So think of it this way. You can't see what's on the videotape before the tape starts. Yeah. It's a good fucking pointy way of putting it there. <laughs> yeah, because it could have been coming from another dimension. Or no, you don't know rainbow? that you don't know that, Joe. You can't actually say that because that's biogenesis. That's uh, <laughs> that's God saying the universe right. existed. <laughs> it's not gonna we're nothing without the Lord, folks. Yeah. And you know, <clears throat> I'm going to disprove that using very basic logic here, because oh. I heard a preacher say one time, put the cookies on the bottom shelf so that everybody can reach them. And you know what? I don't want simpl- to complicate a simple matter. I'd rather simplify a complicated matter. Sometimes you can't do that, though, Matt. Sometimes things are really, really fucking complicated. You and it doesn't hear- matter how easily you explain it to people, they're never going to get to the point where... They understand what the fuck you're talking about. I just well, especially think, what you're talking about, man. Right. <laughs> I just think that, like, I really need to look at my eating habits because first I thought when he says put the cookies on a different shelf, I'm thinking mm, cookies. And then the word satellite followed afterwards. I, when yeah, I, I know. He lost me at cookies, too. <laughs> I thought I'm a six foot two adult. Put that shit on a high shelf so the kids can't reach it. Yeah. <laughs> I just keep them locked in my drawer here with these oatmeal raisin cookies. Yeah, no, fuck it. You got keep, it insulin, in your, right? keep it in your bedroom. Like, put it in your closet. <laughs> kids won't find it there. Oh, God. These are so oh, oh. You're not an adult until you're fucking hiding your food from your kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's the place that the kids look first, especially around Christmas time. That's how I figured <laughs> out it was no Santa because I found my Nintendo entertainment system. At six. I found my dad's porno mags underneath the drawer of his nightstand. So, I mean, that, that's just. Look, I found my dad's Red Fox party records in the top drawer of his dresser. <laughs> oh, I'll oh. never be able to forgive him for his fucking Betty Ford joke that he made with his. <laughs> he had a coffee mug that he brought on stage with him. There's just a giant tit. And he would drink from the nipple. And he'd be like, you like this coffee mug? Betty Ford gave it to it's like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> you know. Oh, he was great in Sanford and Son, but if you that's all you ever knew him from, you've missed oh, no. a lot. Oh, Christ, oh, Harlem, you missed oh, a lot. Harlem Nights. <laughs> oh, oh. Mm. Look, I, I heard, look. Why did they call her Dad, Sunshine? And <laughs> had a whole stack of those records. Oh, Red Fox was so and, goddamn and, funny. And then when you looked on the back side of the record, you see the little asterisk that said not suitable for radio broadcast. <laughs> About two thirds of them. Two thirds of them. Guys, I think we're good with Matt Pell. Are you good with Matt Pell? I don't think I have anything else with. Do you? Do, should we let him play Matt for Pell. a second? I don't know. Let, let, sure, let me give let's him let him get the last word. Last word. And that's why Aaron Ra and all these freaks, Richard Dawkins, and I said they're freaks, folks. They all complicate everything. They sound so smart and so complicated. A great teacher isn't somebody that just makes everything sound so complicated. So therefore, he must be true because he's using big words. You know, I could use big words too, Aaron Ra. Hang on. I could talk about phylogeny and, and, and Paleozoic, Mesozoic layers and all that stuff and sound intelligent. But in reality, I might not know anything. Well, the fact is, Matt, you that's, don't. No, that's the perfect last word. That's the perfect, that's the perfect last word. Last word. Let's yeah, just Matt, leave it right there. <laughs> you Wait. absolutely do not know anything because it's great that you're using those words, but I don't if think you, don't you know, know what, what they, they mean. mean. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Patient Dr. Dunning 
Dr. Dunning. Dr. Kruger is calling. Call it. Jesus Christ, there's so much in this world that I don't know about, but I also I also don't pretend to be an expert in any of it. Big words don't make you sound smart. I'm just just throwing that out there. Using a big word does not make you sound smart. But Lauren, as a matter of fact, using a big word incorrectly is more likely to make you sound like an idiot. Okay, that's Kyle. <laughs> but Fucking there, trucks. <laughs> there, you guys remember on In Living Color, and that's even a fucking dated reference now. That's like 30 years dated reference now, where it's just like, where you had Damon Wayans being the guy that was talking from like prison. He's like, and he would use these very complicated four syllable words that didn't mean anything compared to what he was trying to say. That's what Matt Powell's trying to do here. <laughs> where yeah. he's, you know, you got to think about the, asymmetry about this whole thing that you got going on here, Matt, is that God is very uncontemplativeness there that where you just he's just trying to use these fucking fancy five dollar words for shit that he doesn't even know the definition for. It's like I myself, I learned earlier this week like what the difference between tantamount and paramount was. <laughs> I, um, I'm always willing to learn Google's a great way to fucking learn things. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, okay, oh, I thought tantamount meant more than paramount. No, tantamount means the same as, you know. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean paramount means even more than. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, it's fucking amazing that it, I'm 40 and I'm still learning on this shit. So, and the English language is a fucking wreck of a language. Let me just oh, say that right now. It's a train wreck of a language. <laughs> It, is it is it bad that one of my pastimes and hobbies is just looking up random Google words and facts just because? Oh, I love I'm etymology. Curious. I fucking love it <laughs> because this language is so goddamn weird that it is just a bitch of a language that's come from every other fucking language that's come before it. It's so yeah. fucking fascinating. It's it's not like French, which is pretty more, which is far more concise. Are you kidding me? Fucking silent vowels and apostrophes all over the goddamn place nope fuck you french nope i'm sorry i've i learned a little bit of french and i'm like wait are you telling me you don't pronounce half of those letters that are in that word there yeah try german oh uh, german oh, you speak God. exactly what's written on the fucking page that's the great thing about it is that like they have descriptive words where it gets to be like 20 or 30 characters long just look up fucking like uh, uh rate what is it a cassette player like uh, a Walkman. It's a word that's like this goddamn long. But it says exactly what it does. <laughs> it is Mine. very, very... German is a very fucking literal language, and that's why I like it. <laughs> Mind you, it's that long in 10 font spacing with one <laughs> syllable. It's like, oh yeah, it's this long. But that's 10 font. Oh man. It, it, and I'm not I'm not shit on the French because you know the Simpsons do that enough as it is, but it's just. <laughs> <laughs> but any of the romance languages, it's like, man, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and Latin is no excuse for it. So anyway, thanks for checking us out, everybody. We'll uh, catch you next week with another one of these. This is me doing a quick out because I have nothing else to say about Matt Powell. So we'll see you next week. See ya. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates. Or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. 
Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.